0: Hey everybody, this is Brad Bruce and I'm here with... Jace Marsiglia. And you're listening to the 5195 Podcast. What's happening? I don't know, you tell me. I don't know. <laughs> you know, this is new territory for us. It is, 100%. This... We're a little bit uncharted at the moment. <laughs> I'm going to say a lot uncharted. Um, obviously, if, if they can't tell, you are
1: on the phone. Yes, and I'm, I'm recording from Michigan.
0: Yeah, and I'm still here in SoCal, so. Yep,
1: I'm, I'm, we're literally currently right now dealing with freezing rain, roads are probably supposed to get slick tonight, it's a wasteland of depression.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so you guys are, you, you got snow and everything right now?
1: Uh, not yet, but this Friday we're supposed to get, I think up to five inches, something like that.
0: Jeez, wow, wow, what's his name? I'm not looking forward to at all. (laughs) Okay. You didn't hear my bad joke. <laughs> no, I missed it. what you said? I said, what's his name? Son of a bitch. <laughs> these, you son of a bitch. These are going to get harder as the show progresses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's been, what, since October we've done this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: We we banked a bunch, and um, well, I was, like, on the cusp of Halloween when
0: I was out there mm-hmm. because it wasn't Halloween right. just yet. It was a it was a like a week or two away, I think.
1: Yeah, you had you had the lawn stuff out. You know, yeah, you had the, yeah. the Beetlejuice setup that you had going on.
0: Yep, which is um, now in storage. Yeah, which is sad. Ooh. It is. So yeah, I mean yeah, we like you said yeah we had a bunch banked and <laughs> I thought we were good, and then I started crunching the numbers and I was like, hmm, well, we might need to do some stuff yeah <laughs> just to you know stay Don't current so i mean well speaking of staying current how was the holidays
1: uh not bad it was kind of hectic it was a frenzy so
0: pretty much just like what you said on the show
1: yeah you know it was um had it's good it had it's bad it never just goes without a hitch seems yeah.
0: like but would but you really um, want it to uh, yes you, you know. would <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nobody got up in the middle of dinner and shot themselves. <laughs>
0: Damn it. I thought about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I contemplated that during New Year's. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was like I'm going to ring in this new year with a bang.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Literally a bang. <laughs> yeah, New Year's I was I was in bed early, didn't do shit. So, but I mean the holidays new- were back to the Sting. holidays. Yeah, it was, you know, it was it was the same <laughs> i mean it was nothing yeah. you know nothing out of the ordinary no nope. you know which i mean i guess that's a good thing
1: yeah it wasn't bad i mean i don't really do anything for new year's do you
0: no like i, I don't
1: i don't i don't hit the bars or anything no. i don't really i'm
0: too know, much of a my cranky old. Kind of out. yeah i'm too much of a cranky old man I, I just like sitting home and like yelling at the tv yeah <laughs> that's that's pretty much about the the extent of my entertainment i just
1: I sit there and I sneer at Ryan Seacrest.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't, yeah, I don't, I haven't for the longest time done anything for New Year's. I'm just like, well, eh, another fucking day. It's, uh, yeah, Another right. year, who gives a
1: shit? You're right. It's, just, it's another, just another day on the calendar, man. Yeah,
0: no, it is. But I mean, I'm glad you, you know the holidays were good.
1: Yeah, they weren't too bad. I uh, My Christmas Eve, we went to see uh, my family. Christmas, we went and seen my in-laws. Yeah, it was just, it was a pretty typical Christmas. It wasn't too bad. And right. then, you know, New Year's Eve, where everyone's trying to be their best selves and starting fresh and everything, I was like, eh, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. I yeah. was like, I don't know. Uh, is there a humbug for New Year's? <laughs> well, there is, is now. Is there such a thing? Yeah, just a humbug of New Year's?
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll start
1: Which it. Which I guess I I do have a question for you, and it does pertain to New Year's. Okay. Um, are you a resolution person? No <laughs> me neither.
0: no I'm not. I'm not.
1: But that said, I don't think I didn't make a new year's resolution per se, but I kind of resolved myself to thinking more positive this year. Okay in light of last year
0: because mm-hmm.
1: last year was 20, 2023 was tough but at the same time we had kicked off this podcast. I started writing again, you started writing again. Yeah. There was a lot of good, there was a lot of bad, but I kind of went in like when I when I woke up on the 1st after completely ignoring the entire night, <laughs> I was kind of like, you know what? I I don't want to make any resolutions, but maybe just try harder. Yeah. It's not really a resolution per se, like I said, it's just, you know, maybe look at what we're doing, think of it in a A good way you know be like hey these these are strides towards something big we are getting attention and uh you know be thankful for it and just keep rolling with that and not let the people who kind of drag us down or piss on our parade i i actually went through my phone new year's day i deleted a bunch of people that never respond to me
0: isn't that gratifying
1: it was because i'm like you know there's a lot of people in my and mind you i'm not Despite the show's format and us talking, I'm not a chatty Kathy.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm
1: really, you know, like when I talk to you on this show, it's like the most I talk in like a week. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, I, I do send, I, I think enough of my friends that I do send a happy birthday or a Merry Christmas text. Yeah. You know, periodically throughout the year or even if I'm just down and I'm like, hey, man, I just need someone to talk to repeatedly there's no response they'll text you when they need you but you don't really get it in return and I had probably 20 names in my phone that I've kept the line of communication open on my end but nobody ever responds and I'm kind of like you know what I'm gonna make room for new people yeah so again not really a resolution, but was kind of like I'm gonna just off with the bad.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's self care. It is
1: yeah. in a way, and I didn't yeah. think of it that way when I was doing it. I was yeah. just kind of like,
0: no, but it is self care because you know you're you're getting rid of the the toxic stuff. You know, I mean, even if it's sure, even if it's it is just a dormant number, it still is a toxic situation because I mean, it's like yeah, it's a two way street, but it's mainly a one-way street with a lot of people
1: it is and i mean don't get me wrong i'm one of the last people to talk about someone being busy like we're, we're, you and i are both busy we got shit going on all the time and i'm not expecting you know every time i shoot a text i don't need a response back every time or right away right but when it when it's a a prolonged period of no responses you just can't help but wonder well Maybe they moved on and so should I.
0: I mean, well, it definitely does open up the uh, the debate of, well, I guess I know where they keep me. Yes. Yes. You know? So and therefore, let's return it's the a favor. Hard,
1: yeah. And it's, it's kind of a hard truth. It is. Because, you know, you want to think the best of people. And I know we're not really in the business to think the best of people, <laughs> you know. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, there's people I got rid of in my phone that I've been friends with. 10 years or more. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're tight for a long time. And then, you know, after about two years of crickets, you should probably officially feel ghosted, you know? Yeah. It, it wasn't so much resolutions, like I said, but I did kind of make changes uh-huh. for my, for my new years.
0: But I mean, it's also, you know, you know I mean, it, it's still coming from a positive place and it's, it's going to, you know, it's leading to some growth.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. It's not coming from, you know, my usual pessimistic Right. It's it's just kind of like, you know what? I've got stuff going on. I got really cool things happening. I'm back behind the laptop and creating again. Yeah. You're either along for
0: the ride or you're not. And that's okay. And, and that's a hundred percent okay. Let's like I feel the same way you do about people that, you know, I have reached out to and it's been Oh yeah, uh, I'll call you back or whatever it may be, and it, you know it's like I don't really need that in my life. No, and it's kind of it sucks. Yeah, it really does. But I definitely will make an effort for those who are making an effort for me.
1: Yes, I'm a hundred percent for that. It's healthier. That's just me to a, to a T. Yeah,
0: know? it's healthier, and I think that that is one of the reasons our chemistry is so good because. There's times we can be in a room together and we kind of just, we know what's going on without even saying a word.
1: Well, that's that's a big thing too, because when I am out there, I don't know if our listeners know it. I've, I'm, I've probably brought it up a couple of times, but I'm actually still doing my day job for a good half of the day. And I'm doing my day job from our podcast table. Yep. You know, you'll come in and you could just sit across from me and you're usually editing or doing something. And we don't have to say shit.
0: Right. And it's not awkward. It's just it's not weird. Not even a little bit, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So
1: it's just, those are kind of the relationships you want.
0: Exactly.
1: So I've definitely got friends. You know, I've talked about my my buddy, Brian. I've talked about my buddy, Jeremy. These are guys I've known since I was little and they still stay in touch. And on top of that, I could go months without saying a word. And then I just send them a meme or something stupid and we laugh about it and move
0: on. Yeah.
1: You know, no but it's time real. Lost.
0: It is. It's very real. Yeah, because I mean, I've had to let go of friends that I was in a car with or at a function or whatever. And I'm like, I'm trying to think of things to talk to this guy about. Bummer. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, wow, we've been friends for a long time and it's just not there. I mean, I know when I started trying to come up in the film industry, I was surrounded by a lot of yes men. Uh Uh-huh. I wasn't really getting the the two-way creative flow that I wanted. It's like if, I, okay. if if I was to write a script and give it to someone, they would be like, "Oh yeah, this is good, let's shoot it." I'm like, "No, but I need like some feedback." You know, it's it, I know it's not good. It needs it, is there something there and it's just like, "Oh no, no, well, yeah, we can shoot it." I never had any like real, mm. you know, criticism or, you know, collaboration with it was just like, "Yeah, that's good, let's do it." Yeah, okay, you want to do it? Yeah, let's do it. It was draining.
1: Well, that's that's another thing about the creative process, and we're going to get into that in future episodes, because you you pitched something to me the other day that was like, we can do this. This will be a cool idea.
0: It is going to be a great idea.
1: Creative vibes breed creativity from other people. Yes. If you're on a set with people who are yes men or, yeah, just do that, whatever, you don't feel creative anymore. Right. It takes, it takes the wind out of the sails in a big, big way. People, I don't think people are cognizant of it. When it starts to feel like work, mm-hmm. that's not good.
0: Yep. You know? And, and, I, can, and I, can, me, I, I can do you one thing. better, too. Um, sure. There were times when I was on set and I was instructing everyone what to do. Now, I know that's a director's job, but I mean, <laughs> like no, this is how you do your job. Really? Yes. Like uh, on every facet, like, no, this is how you do your job. This is where you need to put this light art. This is where you need to be. It's pretty bad. It was tough, you know, it was tough. And I was always, you know, grateful that people wanted to give me their time and and make art and do things. But when I started realizing certain things, I was like, man, I'm doing, it's like almost like a one man show or like a, like a puppet show. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You, you know, and it's like, I was never met with any sort of, no, that's not a good idea. I think we should try this. Or I think the story would be better if it went this way. Or as an actor, I think the character should would say this. I, I never really, yeah. I never got any of that. In a weird way, I was almost like, okay, that's fine. They're just looking to me as a leader. So then I'll just be a leader. I just ran mm-hmm. with it. I burnt out, you know, like it was tiring you know that, that'll that, do it. So after realizing that Red Eleven was no more, mm-hmm. it, it, it was kind of—I hate to say—liberating, but it was. Yeah. Yeah, because I felt like I wasn't under the restraints of all of this stuff that I was in the past. And That's, okay. And so now it was like, okay, yeah. I, I mean, I clearly I was burnt out. You were burnt out. So I was like, fuck! I'm gonna do anything. Besides filmmaking, you know, and I hadn't opened any screenwriting program and and I haven't created anything, you know, I I hadn't created anything and I just, yeah. And I was like, I was done. You know, what's, what's crazy is over the last couple of weeks, I've really started getting back into writing in a big, bad way. That's what you were saying, dude. Yeah. And it's, it's weird because I've never put myself out there to get noticed or to sell a script to be in the industry. It was like, it was weird. It was almost like I kind of always just haphazardly fell into a situation. (laughs) And then this, this, this led to that. And then that led to this. And, you know, so I never really was, I never really just wrote scripts and tried to get them sold. It's like, if I wrote a script, it was for us to make, or I was helping someone write. So I never really, wrote it was something. never for you. It was never for me. No, I'd never done that. Never done that. I you know it's kind of a double-edged sword. It feels it's good, but it's also fucking scary because I'm now like researching, you know, certain sites, you know, like Coverfly or Blacklist or Inkwell or Sparrow. All, all these different sites out there that are supposedly helping people get in contact with other people to buy scripts or sell your script. Right. You know, I've never done that. Mm -hmm. And I've never
1: done it either. And I was curious if it's something that you
0: necessarily trust. Well, I will say this I've researched quite a few of them. Mm -hmm. And I've seen some that are asking for money to even like join because they're going to put you in touch with this showrunner or producer or agent or whatever it may be. But yeah. it's like the only way to get in is to give me money and then I'll help you. It's kind of like, you know, the old uh, agent that's like, well, I'll, I'll represent you if you give me this much money.
1: <laughs> right. right. Um,
0: but I started researching certain ones and, and the ones that kept popping up were Inkwell and Coverfly and Blacklist. They kept popping up, those three, like a lot. Which,
1: yeah, I was going to say, I've definitely heard of Inkwell. Uh, and cover fly, I've heard of that one too, but it's I've never really dipped my toe into any of that stuff.
0: Well, yeah, once you start doing that, I think you yourself will feel at ease because a, you're not going to lose anything because everything we have is protected by the WGA. Yeah, and yeah, then there's there's no, it's not much of a gamble, right? And then b, we're not paying anything. True. So I was like, yeah. okay, well that's kind of a win win because well I'm protected. And they're not asking me for money. Now they do have um, contests that they work with, and you uh-huh. you can choose. They're not cramming them down your throat. And what's interesting with Coverfly is the few script, and I only put a few up there and they're just shorts. You know, they're nothing crazy because like I said, man, I'm just now getting my momentum back of writing scripts again. and it's <laughs> it was a it was a very rusty tool to dust off to get working oh, I'm again, sure. you know, and it was like, okay, yeah. like what am I doing here? But then it kind of started coming back together and I had sent you some script, you know, sent you something I had done and then we went back and forth, you know, about it a little bit and I took it and I uploaded it. And what's cool about it is in the description on Coverfly, you know, you can put in there what genre it is, you know, and I had put horror, or comedy, or whatever it was. And so then they start like emailing you, like, hey, well, this might be a good contest for you. And there was a couple really? that, yeah. And what's cool is there was a couple that they sent me that they were free. They weren't even asking for anything. Really? Yeah. So I was like, wow, it's, it's, and they don't, they don't spam my email with emails. Like, I mean, I literally, since I've had it, about a, it's only been about a week. I think I've gotten three and two of them were like a welcome email. (laughs) And then there was a, hey, this might be a good contest for you. It's like a short horror film contest and it's free. So I was like, well, that's kind of cool. So my goal is to, by the end of this month, which is January, um, I would like to have at least another three or four scripts up there. Okay. And just start seeing what it's like to get myself out there to sell scripts. Which is interesting, man. It's like- It is um, really, it is weird, isn't it? It is very weird. Because when I started, I was like, oh, I'm doing it for myself. So it was like, mm, this, like I got to learn how to be a filmmaker. But this is like very intimidating because I feel like I'm just throwing myself to the wolves. Yeah, you, you kind know? of are. I, yeah. But what's good about it is what we had talked about. I was like, well, it, it's kind of the scenario of if I knew then what I know now. Mm, I kind of do. Uh-huh. I kinda do. I do know the ins and outs of the industry. So both of us
1: have hindsight
0: on our side. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. Because it's like we both know well, we're not gonna do something that we don't want to do. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that's good. What's really funny, (laughs) this is really, really funny. I was going through a old hard drive and I had found a ton of synopsis, summaries, just all kinds of shit. Shorts, completed, uncompleted. And I had found mm-hmm. a feature that I had written like, God, I'm going to say it's, it, it has to have been probably 15 years ago or longer and
1: really that long. Huh? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's okay. funny because I wrote it on the Celtics program. <laughs> I don't know. If That's funny. I don't know if you're familiar with Celtics, but it's, um. No, but it sounds old as. Old. holy shit. So I. I what had happened was like, uh, w- we were going to shoot this movie and we needed a script. And so I was like, you know what? I'll write the script. And I sat at my computer with no prior work being put into it. I didn't create characters. I didn't flesh out a story. I didn't have no three extra. I had nothing. I sat down I really and, like and, and I wrote 74 pages in nine hours.
1: Holy shit.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: Jesus put it in a yeah,
0: well, I mean, but it was also when I read it, it was like, holy shit. <laughs> Cause I, I had, I had read it a few days ago. Cause I was like, Oh my God, this is, I, I forgot I did this. Yeah, And so I read it and I was like, Oh wow.
1: I mean, was it kind of the definition of a vomit draft sort of thing? Or?
0: <laughs> yes, definitely. Cause I mean, these characters were so, they were so long winded. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. very long-winded. I used a little more prose with the rewrite in the dialogue. Sure. And then I had worked with a little more subtext instead of this long-winded diatribe of big words <laughs> that I thought yeah, yeah. that my script needed, you know, cause there was, there's one moment in, in there, the, pr- the protagonist literally has almost a goddamn full page of dialogue, you know? And what's funny is that, that fucking almost full page went down to about five sentences and that was it.
1: No way. Yeah. It was really. You you really trimmed the shit out of it. Oh,
0: I did. I really did. I'm going to send it to you. Please do. Yeah. And it's funny because here it is, 2024 and, uh, you know, 15 plus years later. And I just now did the second draft to this feature. (laughs) That's funny, dude. It's so weird, you know, but you know what? I actually like the story, and I like the characters, and it's fun. Um, well, that's a good thing. You yeah.
1: Definitely. I like going back, and I need to do this myself, to be honest, but I like going back and seeing that you had the kernel of a really good idea, whether you achieved it the way you wanted to or not. It's yeah. there for you to build off of. Yep. Because to me, I don't care how long you've been in the business, starting a new script sucks. Just getting it off the ground is... I mean, it's exciting when you really get into it, but mm-hmm. getting it going—oh, it's pulling! Is geez, such an man. arduous task. Oh, it, it sucks. Is, it is. I and mean, it's the only part of the create creative part of it that I don't like—is making something out of nothing. I love
0: getting like halfway into it and being like, "Now we're rolling." This is yeah. Good. That's the thing too. Is like, yeah, I want to skip to that part. <laughs> you so do because I mean, as soon as you do like fade in title card, yep, and then you're like, "Wow, I'm literally." Like three pages in, and I haven't fucking typed a word in an hour and a half. Yep. But hey, my desk is clean, <laughs> the books are organized. <laughs> I've had yeah, more yeah. coffee than I know what to do with, but I have no progress <laughs> on my script. <laughs> no, it's not even a little bit. Yeah. No. no, those first few pages are tough. I and I, you know what I think? Well, for me, I think it's because I'm so just a rush of the rest of the story trying to get out, it's like a dam. And, and, oh, and, yeah. and, and I think I'm just clouded with thought of like trying to get the momentum going, you know, is the tough part. Sure. But so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Are you writing? No, I'm not. Shut up. I'm <laughs> kidding. Did you are you asking me if I'm writing? Yeah, like are, are you writing right now? Like, I mean, are you have you started a script?
1: Yes. I'm actually juggling.
0: Okay. Oh. Dude, yeah. I actually like that, dude. I really do.
1: It's a precarious situation to put yourself in. Yeah. But it's, if you can do it, it's fun. Yes. But it is hard because the moods of each one are
0: so different. Ooh, okay.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm, it's almost like when you have a completely mixed playlist on Spotify or something. Uh huh. And you go from, like, heavy metal to smooth jazz, and yeah. you're like, ooh, I'm not, I'm not done headbanging though. Yeah. You know, it's I get that. really, really difficult sometimes to like I don't think I could just be like okay Monday I'm gonna work on this one Tuesday this one and Wednesday that one you you almost have to go where your mood takes you because we've talked about it on past episodes sometimes it informs your script how you're feeling and uh one of the ones I'm working on now is probably one of the darkest ones I've ever done potentially And it's going to be rough. It's going to be a nasty one. And, uh, but uh, alongside it, I'm working on one that was kind of goofy. Um, you and I were both working on shorts. Mm-hmm. I don't know if if that was something you wanted to get into or not. Yeah, that was why more not? on the lighthearted. It was yeah. more on the lighthearted side, I guess. Well,
0: it's probably no shock to, you know, listeners and friends and people that know us that, you know, you bigger than me, but we're both really big creep show fans. Absolutely. And it's yep. always been a lifelong dream of mine, and I know you as well, to, at any facet, be a part of that franchise. Absolutely. And there was this idea that I had had rolling around in my head for a very long time that I think would be a cool addition to the Creepshow world. And, okay. And so I I I wrote it. And I did a second draft and I think I did a third draft. And then I was like, okay, now I think it's ready enough to pass off to you. Okay. So then I did did just that. You know, it was great because you were like, hey, I like it, but I think it needs this. And I think I can make a suggestion and get you there with literally just no more than just a few sentences. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay. Let's go for it. You told me and I was like, holy fuck, that's amazing. (laughs) That's awesome. And I, you know, went right back and I added all that stuff in and and it just really fucking tightened it up, you know, and it was really fun. And it kind of, in my opinion, it felt like it had that, like that creep show feel to it. I thought so. Yeah. Absolutely. It was that, you know, you got the just desserts of the whole situation as well. You know, there's a good twist and there's, you know, some fun characters and you, you know, you think you're. On this one path, and then all of a sudden, it just goes fucking left like crazy. So I, I got it, you know, registered, you know, once it was done, and um, now I'm kind of just like waiting till I figure out the next move with it. I mean, I did put it on my cover fly so people can check me out there, just with my name, they'll, they, they'll, and they'll see that it's me because I use my same fucking picture that I do on fifty one ninety five and everything else. It's just the cartoon drawing of of myself. Um, I think that. Sort of sparked something in you as well.
1: It did. Um, because I didn't. I don't, I've don't. i never really written something. With the intent of using an IP. Right. I mentioned several episodes back. That my first script. My first go. Was a quote unquote. Creepshow 3.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And that was something I never planned to do anything with. I still don't. But it was just to see if I could do it. Right. And then everything after that has been original work yeah so when you told me you were writing for creep show I was like oh cool maybe you talked to somebody or you know you got the gig somehow and you were like no I'm just doing it with the hopes that we can
0: Uh uh-huh
1: I never thought of doing that and when you were like it might not hurt to just have it to where if the opportunity arises and somebody says Hey, would you mind writing for creep show? You've got it on the burner already, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, let me try. And I, I had an idea. I, would kicked around an idea for a long time of a a creep show story. And I thought I'd put it into use Uh and I was only further spurned on when I read yours. Okay. I was like, all right, you know, it's almost like a little friendly competition. I'm like, all right, let me see if I can you know, write something up to his muster, you know, maybe we can both just have fun with this and just see where it goes. And how cool would it be? Cause the crypto series, the format is two stories, right? I'm like, how cool would it be if both of our stories were one episode? It would
0: be insane. It, w- it would be like, okay, dude, that's like dream come true. Shit. Like, it is, yeah. And plus it's not too much to ask because Hey man, no offense, but I mean, some of the stories are rough. Some of them are good. Yeah. It's not uh,
1: by n- virtue of the anthology format. You're never going to please
0: everyone the whole time. No, not at all.
1: Not at all. Uh, it's, a, it's a rare occurrence that you get a creep show or a trick or treat or a cat's eye where, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, you know what? By the end of it, they were all really good. Some better than others, but I really liked it. Yep. There's a lot of anthologies where I've watched it and I'm like, you could have cut this, this, and this story and yeah. it would have made it so much better. Yep. So it's just that's kind of the breaks when it comes to anthologies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's something I, I know that we're both aware of, right. and uh, even if you know by some good graces we wound up on Creep Show and our our darts were uh, chosen for it, it's not going to please everybody.
0: No, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> you but you know. know what's good? I think with just the the time that we've invested in this business, I think. You and I don't write that way, like to please everybody. Yes. Yeah. No. Me yeah. neither. I, I used to. Yeah. Like I write to please me, and I think that's what's so weird. Because I think that's why I do feel so odd this time around. Because I'm really putting myself out there like never before, and and uh, and again, I'm not writing to please everyone, but it's just I used to write stuff I wanted to make. Or I was yeah. writing something that I was paid for, for someone else, you know? So now putting my scripts out there without the intention, and, and that's what's so fucking nuts because it's like, I'm putting my stuff out there with that intention of, I'm not going to make this. True. I would always write like, oh, I bet I, c- I could get this location or I might be able to talk to this actor or whatever it may be, or using this song or whatever. But then, also on the same breath, it's kind of liberating because I'm like, well, restraints are off. I can just write whatever I want, however it sees fit in this yeah. world because I'm not making this. This is someone else's challenge to make this. Yep. You know, so the story. You have to remind yourself that too. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It is very weird. Like <laughs> it is. Like I said, I'm into it. It's exciting, but I'm also like. Mm, this is kind of scary you know but i guess that's a good it thing is. you know i guess that's a good thing too to be scared and you know never i'm not getting too comfortable you know it's like doing something new i guess that's a good
1: thing well, fear is a motivator that it you is you know so it's not it's not bad to feel that way um but i get where you're coming from being more a filmmaker first writer second yeah i could see where relinquishing control mm-hmm. would be tough yeah. Because you, you're you used to steering the ship. Definitely. I've never come at a project that way. I always just, in my head, I'm like, yeah, this fucker, once, it, once I sell it, it's just, it's not mine anymore.
0: It's yeah. Done. And you that's, know? that's weird. That's a weird spot to be in right now.
1: It is. And it's a weird thing to come to grips with. And a lot of people can't.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I they can...
1: really can't
0: yeah I can tell you that i'm I'm okay with it I, I think I'm more excited and this is uh, maybe it's just fucking stupid thinking but I'm like oh i'm I'm excited for for when they start selling. Like, I'm just like automatically like, oh, everyone's going to want them and they're going to buy them. Maybe that's facetious of me to think that way, but I'm like, no, mm-hmm. this stuff is good. So it's like, I know people are going to want to buy it on any level. So I'm like, okay, well, I can't wait for it to happen. It's it's weird. Like I almost, maybe that's just knowing how the business works and knowing like, okay, well, when the right person reads it, they're going to be like, oh yeah, no, fuck. This is good. Like we could make this, you know, because I mean, I've been on several sets when I've been like talking with people and, and you get asked, what are you working on? Or what do you got? or what do you want to do? And when I say making my own stuff and writing for myself, they're like, "Well, what do you have? What what story?" And I'll tell them a story, and they're like, "Hey, those are that's a good idea."
1: You and know, that's I, the thing—you don't know until you do that how many people are going to latch on. Yeah, and it's surprising how many do.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's the thing is that's why I said you throw enough stuff to the wall, something's going to stick. Exactly. It's just interesting this point right now in my life. Really? It's interesting because I'm like, wow, it's kind of like. This show, you being in Michigan, me being here, it's uncharted. Still the same way with what I'm doing right now in the film industry is like, it's uncharted for me. Yes. Trying to sell screenplays. I've never done that before. And it's, it's exciting too. You know, I think it's more exciting oh, yeah. than it is nerve wracking.
1: I'm glad because it's definitely nerve wracking if you let it, Yeah, you know.
0: Oh yeah. Well,
1: and frustrating. You right.
0: Know. Well, the good thing too, is that it's not a make or break. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh my God, if I don't make this, I don't eat. I know. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of people in that situation. Though. And that
0: yeah, that's fucking terrifying. That's, that's terrifying. That's
1: scary as hell.
0: Yeah. What I'm going to do with the with the creep show is uh, th- there's a certain uh person out there that I'm, I'm you know we're we're going to sit down and have a meeting soon and I'm going to give him this who is there's a a very short reach to Nicotero and the Creep Show family from this guy. Okay. I'm just going to be like, "Bro, here, just read the script." And I'm not telling you to give it to them. I'm just saying, read the script. And if you think it's something that's worth it, then I will figure out a way to get it to them. Okay. You know, I want to make sure that the story is, it's worthy. Yeah. Because this is my first time writing something in very long. I think it's for myself. I think this is about seven or eight years. Really? That long? Since I've written something for myself.
1: Yeah. Because
0: like before I was just doing stuff for other people. Mm-hmm. Just like punching up that like, and it's like, I'm not even like writing like on the script. It's just like, I'll read a script and I'm like, oh, well, here this would be funny. If you said this here, or this would be funny or maybe add this. And so it wasn't like I was even really writing, you know, like on a,
1: a, you're the, um, you know, you're the, you're the car garage. Yeah. Someone brings in their vehicle and you just slide underneath and fix it, and that's it. That's send it. Send it on its way. Yep. You know, it's it's a good way to divorce yourself from the material.
0: It really is, and it's funny because I noticed after writing this last script, not the creep show script, but the the one that I just finished last night, it, it's like it's very um, comforting to know that I can just put this out there now to sell. Yeah. I mean, what can it hurt? You know what I mean? I got to try, you know? Yeah. What can I? Do? Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, this new endeavor that I am starting by selling these screenplays. So in the meantime, it's just, you know, writing and creating more stories and just trying to really fill my uh, arsenal with, um, with new screenplays to put out there and see what happens. Yeah, it's all we can do. Yeah. What about yourself?
1: um honestly it's just on i did i did my creep show okay story uh same plan as yours hopefully we can both make something of that with the right people and um i'm doing the the really dark script which is going to be a little outside of my comfort zone okay because i think it falls more into like crime horror okay it's going to be a little different it's it's not quite seven but it's i'm going down a vibe that kind of like that
0: okay nice
1: which is obviously you know how dark seven is and centuries work um i'm trying to emulate something along those lines and then um and then because everybody has asked me about this this is hilarious we talked a few episodes back about my my me and my buddy Brian running all over the place to find the VHS <laughs> tape of Stellar Dweller. Yeah. You know, I I thought we were just kidding around and you were like, yeah, that's a script idea. And we both kind of laughed and everything. Everybody wants this to happen now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Literally, everybody has hit me up going, when are you going to write the Stellar Dweller script? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you guys really want to see this? And like, everyone's like, oh, I thought you were serious. We do. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm
1: like, well, shit. Yeah.
0: Now I got to do it. Yeah. You do got to do so, it. So,
1: Yeah. And it's just, it, to me, it's, it's, it's funny because of how absurd it is. It's such an obscure movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to be my, my stupid town movie. This is, this is where I go kind of Kevin Smith slash Trojan War to, to mention another obscure <laughs> comedy.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah, I'm going to do, I'm going to kind of put together one of those uh really long bad day scripts where two idiots are just trying to find this one movie come hell or high water and uh we'll see how that one goes but now you know why the schizophrenic mood of trying to bounce between these two <laughs> these two scripts it, it could it could definitely pull me in two very weird mental directions
0: for sure that's heavy so,
1: yeah, so I'm definitely going to try and, you know, make the best of that and uh, stay sane.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that sounds interesting. I can't wait to read them. Yeah, man. I can't wait. Yeah, we'll no, well, I mean, it was, you know, it was good catching up. It's been a minute. Um, yeah. I miss, you know, doing these regularly with you. Yes. Um, It'll be good to get back at that. It will, which is soon. We're, we're kind of putting you know that together right now at the moment of the next trip and what we're going to do like once we're done like we'll i'll kind of go over what i'm thinking about as far as um i'd like to get a couple interviews locked in as well and yeah that'd be cool i'm glad this worked out you know it's not i'm sure what everyone's used to but it's still nice and we're still consistent still doing it yeah um definitely
1: i I think it shows a lot it it, it shows our dedication that we're not just couple guys fucking around for, you know, sure, this is... for sure.
0: I really do love this stuff. You know, I really do. And, and I think, yeah. uh, it, you know, it's, it's a little rusty, but I mean, you know, I think once we, you know, cause I'm sure we're gonna have to do a few more of these until we're face to face again. Yep. Um, Which
1: won't take long.
0: No, it won't take long. It, it won't, I, I, In actuality, I think it's only like seven total, something like yeah. that, you know, so it's not that crazy it's not that big of a no
1: I mean, we definitely got topics on the whiteboard that we can touch on oh and, man yeah we do yeah,
0: yeah we do so i think that i think the next one of these we do it'll be a little more structured instead of just crying on oh, each just other's shoulders
1: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. i mean you know we we were just trying to catch up man yeah. it was uh we 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 basically took a break for the holidays and mm-hmm.
0: uh
1: just see where we're at now
0: yeah yeah so i think the next one will be even better, cool oh, man. Hell yeah! Well, good. I'm glad everything is going good. I'm glad you're writing. Keep that shit up. Keep it going. Yep. And well, yeah, I
1: do, as, as should you.
0: Yeah, I am. I definitely am. You know. And again, give give those the sites uh just a, just a peek. You know, just a, the cover fly and the even just cover fly inkwell and um, blacklist. Okay. You know, just, and and I mean just researching, not even looking at the website, just researching them and just kind of seeing, you know, how. Well, your take on them. I'm, 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 I'm interested in your take okay. on them as well. You know.
1: But. Yeah. No, I want to take a look and kind of, kind of kick its tires a little
0: bit, see what's yeah. up. Fuck yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Right. I, I'm curious to know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to hear what you think <laughs> of them. Man, I will for sure.
1: Obviously, I'll let you know since we pretty much text all the fucking time. So
0: <laughs> yeah, do, you like, defi- yeah,
1: you will definitely hear from me, my man. Yes, we
0: do. All right, man. Well, it was good <laughs> talking to you. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, it was super fun. I can't wait to do it again. Yep. Until next time. See you guys.